Real, a podcast about real people for real people. I wanted to create a space where I share my true feelings and those of my guests about what it's like to live in today's world. The challenges we face and how we deal with them or don't. What about all that stuff that's just not said but should be? You know, the conversations that we really want to have but don't. What do we really think and feel? What about our regrets, dreams that we have and the stuff we should be doing but we don't? Each week, I'll be here talking to real people about real life. This is a very honest look at life and hopefully, by listening, it will help you to have a better understanding of yours. I asked five people, including me, Willow, Jess, Jude and Eden, do you love yourself? This topic has hugely affected my life as I'm a man who hasn't loved himself. I've wanted to raise awareness of why I believe that loving yourself is so important. I discuss with each person a range of topics related to this subject, including how do you love yourself? Why don't you love yourself? Why is it so important to love yourself? We discuss how self-awareness helps to guide your thinking. I truly hope you enjoy the conversations as much as we did. Okay, so hi Eden, how are you? Hello Dan, I'm very good. Excellent. So I'd like to talk to you today about loving yourself, being kind and having compassion. Would you say that you do love yourself? No. Why don't you? Because loving yourself doesn't look like this. It, it's not, it's looking into the mirror and loving what you see and it's accepting yourself and forgiving yourself and, you know, love. Feeling that, you know, within yourself and being able to spread that and show it to others. Why does that feel uncomfortable? Isn't loving yourself one of the hardest things in the world? Why? Because you're stuck with yourself. It's easier to forgive other people than forgive yourself because sometimes you're not aware that you need to forgive yourself. And that's a whole process within itself. And especially when society tells you that you need to look and be and act a certain way to be lovable and to be beautiful and to be whatever it is society wants you to be. When you don't fit into that shape of what of those expectations you think whether it's subconscious or consciously it's like well what's wrong with me i'm not skinny i'm not i don't have long blonde hair i don't have blue eyes i'm not rich i don't have a boyfriend by 21 so what's wrong with me why am i not good enough what the fuck am i doing wrong what's what's wrong you know you look in the mirror and you say well what are you what are you doing wrong that negative self-talk is very loud in your head is it always talking to you in in a way that puts you down no I think the past few months during lockdown, I've definitely tried to focus more on being in touch with myself and being in touch with my surroundings and being a lot more aware of who I am to myself because there's a lot more downtime and a lot more alone time. You only have yourself. And after a while, hating yourself gets exhausting. I've listened to a few podcasts where people have literally said, look, in, look into the mirror and tell yourself, I love you. You are beautiful. And I always really struggled with that because I like to think of myself as extremely self-aware and also someone that doesn't like to lie. So I couldn't bring myself to look in the mirror and tell myself that I'm beautiful because I didn't, I don't think I am. Because how we perceive beauty, you know, how society, there's, there's obviously exceptions, but in the big picture, society sees beauty as Big boobs, big butt, skinny waist, you know, gorgeous long hair and beautiful eyes and clear skin and 
you know, sex appeal and whatever and good clothes and good fashion. And when you don't fit into that box, what for whatever reason, whether it's genetics or you just don't care or whatever, you don't perceive yourself as beautiful. Because how can I be beautiful if I don't look like anything like what beauty is perceived in society? Which is pretty messed up. It's very messed up. To, to let little girls grow up in a world and little boys grow up in a world where they think that they're not good enough. So what do you do to support yourself then to help you learn to love yourself? Self-awareness. Just trying to catch myself when I start thinking bad thoughts about myself. Either cutting them off completely or talking myself through them. Why do I feel like this? Why am I saying this? In all honesty, a lot of my hate talk and hatred towards myself has to do with my weight so I think yeah kind of trying to find that balance between eating food that makes me feel good that I like because I love food but also knowing when to limit myself so as not to come back an hour later and say why did I eat that why did I do that why am I stupid why do I have no self-control how do you choose the people around you to help support you to help you love yourself I try to be surrounded by people that also love themselves. Thinking about it now, a lot of my friends have self-image issues. But I think it's also a generational thing and I think it's also an age thing. We're at the age where people are just looking to have sex and, you know, they judge based on looks. So, I mean, it sucks, but most people will see you and if you're not attractive, they're not going to bother to get to know you. Even if you have the most incredible personality and you have so much to give and you are perfect for this person standing in front of you, they'll take one look at you and be like, nah, not interested, not attracted, don't want to get to know you. Because people, and it's proven scientifically, they just, they react better to people that are easier on the eye. Which is pretty messed up again. Extremely messed up that looks can literally change your life. So what do you, okay, so what do you, your friend, do you talk about this with your friends then? Do you ever have conversations about? In depth? Yeah, or whatever that looks like, loving yourself. We don't love ourselves. Why don't we love ourselves? I talk a lot about self-awareness with my friends, knowing who they are as people. But self-love, look, thinking about it now, not really. Because it's not something that we're taught. We're not, it's not something that you're you're taught how to be a good girlfriend, you're taught how to be a good sister and a, big, a good daughter and mother and partner and student and whatever it is, good worker, but you're not taught how to be good to yourself. Why do you think that is? Because society doesn't care. Because the, the companies that make money about those, about image, about image is how to be skinnier for other people, how to have bigger boob, because you should, like, you're not, it's all about bettering yourself. They're not teaching you how to be okay with who you are. It's how to skinny your waist, make your boobs bigger, make your eyelashes longer, make your hair straighter. So when you're surrounded by all these different companies just teaching you that you're not good enough as you are, you need to change, it creates something bigger and more negative. How do you think, then, it would benefit you the world if that could be taught and how would that be taught to love yourself if you go back as a child then think about it in school it definitely starts at a young age it can't be taught at 20s it needs to be it needs to be taught in school young age like before even sex ed like i'm talking young 
I think it would benefit in tons of ways. But I think, like I said, these companies, they thrive off people's insecurities. That's where the money is. So those people would go, they would lose all their money, but it would benefit, people would be more confident, I think, more confidence, they would believe in themselves more, they would be way more successful, there would be a ton more leaders, better mothers, better fathers, better relationships, because a lot, a big part of relationships that fail is because so many people have a belief that they're a whole and they're only a, a full when they're with someone else. And then when that person leaves them, they're not whole. So these people need to be taught that they are whole. They're a whole human being on their own. And they don't need anyone else to fulfill that. And when they're taught to be okay on their own, and when you're really taught to be okay with who you are as a person, you don't need anyone else. And then relationships, there's no dependency. There's no over, you know, ridiculous expectations. You are who you are. You give whatever you can give to that person. They accept whatever they can accept. And it's a lot more of a healthy dynamic. So relationships would be healthier. Mothers would be a lot, I think, you know, you could be a better parent because you're not holding on to your own gu- your own baggage. You're coming as a strong, independent, amazing, whatever you are person. And then that reflects onto your kids and then you can be a better person because you're not focusing on the diet you just broke and the bike ride you have to go on later and the jeans that don't fit you anymore. And this, you're just you're who you are. You are way more focused on now. How do you deal with your own insecurities then? I mean, I'm still working on it. I'm aware that I'm very far away from self-love and I'm, I'm aware of it and I know that it's important. How do I try to fix my insecurities? Working, Is- by working on them. If I'm, if, I'm un, if I'm unhappy with something about myself and I really can't learn to love it, then changing it for myself and knowing that it's for myself. Not because someone else said, oh, well, don't you want to change that? No, changing it because I'm not okay with it. And for me, it's not what I want. Okay, uh, what I was really driving at, which you kind of answered, is is there anything that one thing that you do? Because again, for me, the podcast is all about people talking and sharing their experiences of life. And someone listening will learn from that and go, oh, okay, yeah, I didn't think about that. So is there anything that you could say that you do that might help somebody who, again, we all suffer from our own insecurities and have our own issues. Is there anything, if you don't, it doesn't matter if you don't, it's cool. I'm just asking, is there anything you can think of? I like... You, what you said, I can say what changed me, and I took me till I was 50 to realise that voice was really, loud, not 50, 53, it only happened the last year, that voice was so loud, and I've gone, why are you being so hard on yourself? You know, you know, the bottle would fall over on the floor, no one could see there's a bottle next to me. If I knocked over the bottle, I'd go, oh, you're such a fucking idiot. You're such an idiot, why do you do that for? And I'd keep on using that same language for the inconsequential, the little tiny things. Well, if you imagine doing that throughout childhood and adulthood, that's going to be pretty much entrenched, Mm. locked into a way of being and thinking and acting in the world so that you, you, I truly believed that I wasn't good enough and I didn't love myself because the language I would use, that voice in my head, which is why I asked you about that negative voice, that self-talk, all that kind of stuff, is been there telling me in the background you're just not good enough oh you're so stupid you're an idiot you're all of that but it also comes from a place of forgiveness forgiving yourself for hitting that bottle yes absolutely but I wasn't able to do that until absolutely you're right in what you're saying is I then went well yeah that's I've become kind learned seen that voice understood it for what it is and then gone okay I hear you I know what you're doing that's okay 
I've just made a mistake. I've just... And you keep doing that. Yeah. After a while, I can only speak for myself here, didn't take me long, weeks, and then all of a sudden, that voice has completely gone. That doesn't even factor into any part of who I am. So basically what you're saying is, for you, the process was awareness, yes. forgiveness, and then just actively, constantly... Being on top of it, to be aware and, of until it. Until it became natural for you. And Until it just was exact, that's who I've now become somebody who does love themselves. I think for me, something that I've actually very recently tried to focus on for my self-love was, and it's a very recent thing, was physically holding myself, like hugging myself, kind of rubbing my own arm, physically, you know, being affectionate with myself. And it sounds funny and it's weird to even think about someone else doing, but when you think about it, and I had this actually, I, a, quite an epiphany a few nights ago that, you know, people say, you know, when you're going through a dark patch and you're struggling in life and you're depressed and whatever, one of the main things is loneliness. You feel alone, you feel isolated from the rest of the world. And what I understood was, even if I was alone or lonely or both, I wasn't alone because I had myself. And that was a really big thing for me. Even if for other people it's pretty logical and makes sense, like, duh, you had yourself. But when you really think to believe, understand that you're not alone, you've got this whole human being right next to you that loves you, should love you, and should forgive you, and has literally taken you to this day. You have survived falling over, heartbreak, sickness, illness, uh, you know, death, whatever it is you've had in your life, when everyone's got their own traumas, everyone's gone through things, everything that you have been through, everything you're, you have endured physically, emotionally, whatever it is, you're still here. You're, 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 you, you as a person has taken you to this day. And when you really think about it, that's fucking incredible. You are strong. You are amazing for being able to survive that because a lot of people don't. And it's important to remember that a lot of people don't. So when I came to that realization, n realizing that I am a person for myself, I'm not just a brain with a skeleton, whatever. For myself, I'm a human being and a friend for myself. I wanted to physically kind of show, show that to myself in a way. And that was physically being affectionate with myself. And like I said, it's weird, but it's kind of teaching yourself to be your own friend and to physically love yourself and then hopefully mentally will come afterwards that sounds good I, I, it's not something that i've thought of I, even as you're saying to me i'm feeling a bit awkward about doing that it but, is weird but uh I'm but open why to not that. you know what i mean because what are that. you going to be embarrassed by yourself from yourself yeah. if you're doing it when you're alone and everyone does weird things when they're alone we all we've all got our weird things that we do like why not worst comes to worst it doesn't work for you it's not good you don't do it but i definitely think people should definitely try and physically hold and touch and be affectionate with themselves more. Thank you very much. Thank you. So hi, welcome Jess. Thank you, Dan. So today I want to talk to you about loving yourself, something that's extremely important to me. And I want to ask you, do you truly love yourself? Not completely, no, but I'd say I've definitely improved over the past six months to a year. 
And how did you become aware of why why in April May June? Mainly you made me aware of it. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, it was mainly you. Yeah, I was I was just doing stuff and I think you were listening or whatever. You just told me, hey, or you should or that stop saying like yeah, stuff like that. And what and stuff give me was what was that? What was I saying to you that you were doing that you didn't realize you were doing? I was saying stuff which is very common, mostly it's in a joking way, but still, it's not healthy for you. Where I do something wrong, something really minor, and something wrong, and I go, oh, I hate myself. Or why did I do that? I'm such an idiot. Come on, why did I do that? What's wrong with me? And you came and I would have corrected me saying, you know, don't, don't, don't say that or stop saying that because it shows that you don't love yourself. You're being hard on yourself, not kind to yourself. And how did you change the behaviour before I said it and after I said it? What did you do? After then, I pretty much stopped saying it. And was it as simple as, I'm just clicking my fingers, you can hear me. Yeah. Was it just you going, right, that's it. And would you, so you became aware of when you were saying it and then you said, you could hear yourself saying... Oh, I'm, God, I'm such an idiot. And then you just said, no, 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 I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah, no, yeah. And I've never really said it since. Um, it, I might every now and again go, oh, why did I do that? So you're kind of being, you're not loving yourself because you're being hard on yourself for something that you wish you hadn't done. I say, why did I do that? But then I said, no, nah, it's fine. It's a mistake. We all make them. And I say that to myself. Okay. But to go back to my original question though, you just went, I'm not doing this anymore. And you just didn't do it anymore. Yeah, I just didn't do it anymore. It's that easy. And would you say that you were pretty unique amongst your peers in that, not, I don't know if you have any, ever had a conversation with them about this, where you'd, you'd think that other people, do you, do you hear that kind of language to other people? Yeah, all the time. Do they say it to each other and to themselves? They say it to themselves when I'm watching videos on YouTube, whatever, that people say it to themselves. I obviously can't say anything to them, but like, yeah, I just, when I, my friends say it, they say it to each other or... Oh, like, well, you're an idiot. You're so mainly, stupid. Or mainly, not to each other, but that's like playful banter. It's not that, a, but mainly people, my friends or whatever, say it to themselves. You're, I'm an idiot. I'm stupid. What's wrong with me? Would you have any sense of where that comes from? Why do you think people do that? Why do you do that? Why did, where's that? Why? I'm quite unsure. I don't really know. I mean, the one thing I would say is I don't know either, apart from, which is the thing that I think that's really important, is you're not taught ever to love yourself in a conscious way. No one said this. No, one's picks, no one says to you in school in some kind of wellness importance human bit of it by the way you know what you should everyone what's really important is learn to love yourself because if you learn to love yourself that makes a huge difference to and again i'm putting words into your mouth here but tell me so you've been kind to yourself yeah being kind to myself and so why do you think you're still hard on yourself then because then i would say you don't love yourself even though you've stopped using those, that you're an idiot, you're stupid, and whatever yeah. else, but you just said I'm still hard on in myself. In other ways, I can still be hard on myself. Give me an example of how you can be hard on yourself. Um, where, for example, I use the example of it was I think a month or two ago. I was recording a song, and I didn't. I kept recording it, and it kept sounding horrible to my ears. I kept going, "Oh, that sounds horrible. That's crap. It just sounds bad. It, why? Why?" why and then I just wanted you to come because I'll to come around and just listen to it because I was like I didn't believe in it and then that it sounded good and then you came and just said no it just sounds fine it sounds great 
I, I through all of that, through me being hard on myself, I couldn't see that it actually sounded good. You've told me about what you've done to help you why and why you think it's important to love yourself and the negative self-talk. You've quietened that down and that's good. What about then you've talked about the people around you. Do they support you in any way? Do they help? Are they kind to you or you've just said to me? Yeah, video games? My, well, my friends, yeah, I'd say pretty much everyone is kind to me around me who I surround myself with. Yeah, I don't really have a problem with that. Most people support me in what I do and believe that I can do it and believe in me and my ability. So what do you do for yourself? How do you how do you show to yourself that you love yourself? What do you do where you go, yeah, that's important to me. I, I really want to do that. Or just do things in public, like, for example, earlier today in the car when you were playing the, that song. I was just, well, I wasn't like poking my head out the window, but I was just moving around and just freely just lip syncing order to the song because I didn't really care what other people thought. It's stuff like that where I just go, look, it's okay to just do that every once in a while or on the occasion or regularly. Okay, and what other things do you do for yourself that are important to you? I write music. It's definitely a way of therapy and calming and relaxing and improving my self-belief and generally just who I am as a person. And also, um, it's common, but like playing video games and just watching videos and stuff, it's, yeah pretty calming and relaxing and you and you've talked about writing but you also listen to music a lot you love music yeah and listening to music as well can't believe that yeah i forgot to mention that yeah listening to music is one of the main or key components in my life it is in others but i feel like me especially it's i don't know many people who have such a love for music like i do why do you love music so much what does music give you it gives me energy it gives me life it gives me emotion whether I, whether I express that or not, I just listen to it. It just gives me something to feel instantly. You can just activate it like that. One song, one certain song. How do you... I've talked about loving yourself. How do you love other people? How do you... How, what do you do for other people? Family, friends, whoever it is. Do you do, do you do anything where you go, you know what? This is how I show my love for other people. I definitely would say I have my uh, a unique way of showing that love for close relatives like family and friends i've discussed this with my therapist i don't typically just like hugging i like hugging whatever but like like a kiss and just going i love you because in my opinion i love you is one of the most overused phrases in the english language or just in the world in general it's so miswrongly used and when people use it when they don't mean it so typically i try to say i love you when i like really mean it or when you've the person i'm saying it to has done something that day or just generally recently where i go oh i love you for that yeah. And how else would you say that you show you, that you that you care for other people? What else would you do? That's a big thing. That's really important. Is there anything else? It could be a gesture or making a, a card, I'd say, for a birthday, but putting my own unique personality and twist into that. Okay, that's good. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dan. Hello, Willow. Hi. So today, I'd like to talk to you about something that's very important to me loving yourself how do you deal with do you think you love yourself or you're kind to yourself or compassionate to self it doesn't matter what word you, you I think use. I'm kind to myself but I don't think I don't completely love myself but I do at the same time so give me an example of where you you do and where you don't like I or how think you don't I don't like my bad traits about myself like that I can be 
very self-centered and I can be very like messy and all this type of stuff but then a lot of other times I do like I do love myself and I think that I am a good person with good abilities so if we pick out the bad things then how do they how do they manifest in is, is there a there's a voice in your head there's a phrase negative self-talk it's more every time I do something that's bad or every time I think like I'm just like how are people going to be around me especially like if I were to get married like how is someone going to deal with me if I'm constantly like that and I am trying to get better but but is but is there a voice in your head that's loud that's going oh you're you're not good enough and you're this and you're that when something when something you do isn't you think oh god I, why did I do that why did I say that why am I being like that is it is well, there, sometimes t- but then I kind of don't really mean it because that's just when I'm angry yeah, but is that voice, which is interesting, because is that voice loud and it's hard on you? It's giving you a hard time because you really... No, shouldn't... I don't really put myself down as much as I used to. So what has changed? Why Why did you and now you don't? My mental thinking has changed because I realise that I'm human and I make mistakes. And yes, even though I'm not good at some things, I'm very good at other things. Which is good because that's absolutely true. So what do you do... Picking the second part up, what you said at the beginning, what would you do for yourself then? When I've done something good or said something good that I liked or that I did something and I'm like, yeah, that turned out pretty well, like a school project or if I've given my friend advice, then I'll just go, yeah, I'm really good at that and I said that well and I presented that well. And You're a giving person. What do you do for other people that reflects that you're, you have kindness and compassion and you... I will help them. And I'm very good at helping people because if they're stuck or in a situation, I will help them the best of my ability. And I'm very good at giving people advice. So I will always give someone advice, the best advice I can. And how do you think that fits into the loving yourself? Because not many people can do that. And I think that that will definitely help me in life because I can use that advice on myself as well. Now, I believe that most people don't love themselves. And I can only speak from my own experience and people around me. I'm early 50s, so I've lived a bit of life. I think that at school, if you were taught in some way to be able to learn to love yourself, then people would have a much better understanding of themselves and other people, and the world would be a better place. And people wouldn't be as hard on themselves as they are. They wouldn't have that negative self-talk in their head, that voice that tells them they're not good enough, they can't do this, they can't do that. So people would aspire to do and be better than they are. I don't know, if, would you agree with that? Yeah. If it was taught at school, do you have any sense of how that could be taught at school? What would what would it look like if you sat there in a classroom? Um, I reckon it would look like probably the teacher telling you things like, don't have negative self-talk and let's say you're in a situation where you've done something bad or you don't like it or or you don't like something you've done just or like you're in a bad place just keep being positive like this is from experience I know that sounds like absolute crap like just stay positive like I know but even when you don't mean it the fact of just uh, and even when you seriously don't want to do it if you just keep saying good things and you just keep being positive eventually you will improve your mental health and you will see yourself as a better person and I reckon we would be taught about confrontation because a lot of people don't want to confront because I think the other person is just going to get mad at them 
or they're just going to hate them, which I don't think happens all the time. If you confront someone in the right way, then I think you could solve your problem instead of make it worse. And what would you say is the right way to confront somebody with an issue that you have? Well, you just go up to them calmly, never do it over the phone or over text or anything. You go up to them and you just say, hi, I like blah, blah, I think you're great, blah, blah, all the stuff. But I, I think what you just need a your, this is bothering me. And I just want to let you know, because if you could just please stop, that's great. And if they go off and get all, then clearly they're not the type of person you should be being around because they can't take confrontation. And if they deny it and deny it, you just have to keep going. But if they keep denying it, then you just walk away and go, all right, all right, like, all right this isn't working. And this has worked for you in a positive way because you've done what you've said. Yeah, because like whenever something tiny is bothering me, I always confront the person about it and it always turns out fine. Okay, that's good advice. I think I've asked this already. How do you deal with your own insecurities then? <clears throat> so how do you how are you kinder to yourself? Self talk. You So go on, give me an example of self talk. Do you mean like, something goes wrong and you then tell yourself it's okay, it's fine, it's Yeah, not... and you think if something if something's really bothering you, you just go, Okay, what's the worst possible scenario? Or you just have to think of how you can solve it or and you can't you can't put yourself down, you can't go, Oh, I'm such an idiot, why did I do that? You have to go, No, you're not an idiot. I did this because I did it and now I've just got to find a way to solve it. And that's mature way of thinking. Where did yeah. you get that from? From you. You told me not to talk yourself down and it has helped. And again, would you say if you look at your peers, they, you, you get a sense from them that they don't do that, therefore or they talk to you and they go, oh, I'm such an idiot, I can't believe I did that? Or yeah, not? a lot of my peers, I can tell, don't love themselves. Because they use that kind of language? Or... Yeah, but they're just not confident in what they can do. Because you can you under, can you can pick that, you can tell, tell that. It's like when the teacher asks, oh, we're all going to do some singing, and they're too embarrassed to sing. I've done that before, but only because I don't want to be the only one singing in the classroom. But I would be fine singing. Yeah, that's quite a common thing, though, for people not to have but, the confidence to do but something. Like, but like it's more like when people... For example, one of my friends last year, long story short, we were at camp, blah, blah, blah. And it was like a Michael, we had to like walk up in like a Michael Jackson themed way. My friend, she could do the moonwalk, but she was too scared to go up. And it completely stuffed up our whole group. So me and my friend had to go up and we attempted a moonwalk and we were so bad. And it's like, if she could have just gotten up the confidence and just gone up there because she could actually moonwalk. And it was so, it was annoying because she was just too scared. And then by the time it was her time to get up, she literally just had to run as fast as she could. So if you so it goes back to your point then you're, what you're saying is that if somebody is able to talk tell themselves on a constant on a regular basis that they are good enough so that they do learn to love themselves if you use that example you believe she would have been able to go up and do the moonwalk because she knew that she was good enough yeah thank you very much you're welcome thanks for having me so welcome Jude hi how are you how you doing yeah I'm doing well thanks that's good. Do you truly love yourself? See, that's a, that's a tough question because I love myself for, yeah, I think I, I, I'd say I do, but like not with every aspect. Like in this, like I love myself physically. Like I'm very happy with how I look, very happy with where I'm at. I'm socially, I've got a lot of friends, I'm very happy, I've got a loving family, got all the, all the good, so, all the good social connections. Um, Mentally, that could use some work because I don't really sure if I'm where I'm at at the moment. 
I'm okay with where I'm at right now. So, but how do you think you don't love yourself mentally then? What do you mean by... I feel like I'm always anxious, I'm always paranoid, I'm always overthinking things. And what do you mean by overthinking things? What what people say to you and how you react to yeah, them? Yeah, yeah. So were you reacting in a negative way? You were overthinking what they've you I'm could overthinking, say? I'm overthinking what I could have said to someone, whether, even if it's a small thing. And how have you, have you addressed that? Yes, I have. I've been seeing a therapist. And to go on, talk about that, because there's some people who would go, God, a therapist? What the hell are you seeing a therapist for? <laughs> no, a therapist is actually very, very good, because it's nice to have, like, to talk to someone who, who can actually give you, like, proper advice, so, like, a, like a trained professional. And I guess, because they've, they've helped me a lot, but I guess other stuff that's helped me as well is... Um, okay, stop you there, but we come to the other stuff. How has the therapist helped you? You said it's good to By having someone is. to, I guess, vent... I want to use vent, but it doesn't make it sound like I'm just like... No, yeah, no, you it, 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 it gives it gives you someone to vent to, and they and they won't judge you for who you are because that's their job. They meant they're meant to deal with all different types of people, and and they and they seem to genuinely care about you and your feelings, and they seem to genuinely understand, and they'll obviously give you proper advice and proper care of how to deal with what you're feeling at the time. So you, what you're saying is, uh, your therapist has. You've brought up something, in this case it's a he, he's given you feedback which has helped you then in your life yes. and to deal with issues that you had before. Yes. Okay. Go back to what you were saying then, I interrupt you. about. Um, and I guess, um, over the, uh, a, few, uh, like a few months ago when my anxiety was like peak, I got a lot of messages from friends telling me if like they were there, if I needed to talk to them, like they're always available, they always, they always want to talk and I guess... That alone was enough to make me feel better. Like I already knew my friends cared about me and like and stuff like that. But it was it was very nice to hear it from them, even if it was just through like a text messages. And so, how did you put yourself out there so that they knew that you were having issues? I've t- I talked to a few of them about about stuff at school, like face to face, and. What, that, what, what were you saying to them? I was like in like small instances when I was like, oh, I overthought this, or I said that, and they seemed to understand that like, what I was really thinking. That they were girls, obviously, and I it's like, and girls do seem to have a, have, do have a deeper understanding about that sort of thing. I you guess. said girls, obviously, like, well, you just because. Yeah, no, I know. I, I, why, I why, obviously? I know I can understand. It's gonna sound both, bad. They're both men. That's no, gonna, no, it's not bad. It's gonna, it does sound bad. No, it doesn't sound bad at all. I don't know. I feel like I'm more comfortable talking about that stuff around girls than I am guys. I mean, guys. I mean, I mean, actually, that's that's wrong because I'm just as comfortable talking about it with guys or girls. But when it comes to guys. I'm, I'm more just talking about them because I want them to listen. I don't really expect any advice back. Girls, I'm, I, I, I talk to them because I want to listen and because I want advice. And, and that is the case? That is the case on, my, on all occasions. And then later in the day, like when I came home, I got a bunch of messages from them saying, oh, Jude, we're here for you. And even some of the guy friends said that as well, if you need some people to listen to. And that made me just feel so much better, better than any, like, I'm not saying therapy doesn't help, but therapy added to that. But like this is before I had therapy. And that was that alone was enough to make me instantly feel better. Like for that rest of that day, I had a huge grin on my face. That would do. That makes a big difference. So, so where do you? So where you think you need to learn to love yourself more is the emotional stuff, yeah, the mental stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you ever talk about that with? Even though you told me you go to girls more than guys, but has it ever talked about with your with your friends, male friends? Um, what? 
like, oh God, you know, I'm struggling with, and then when everyone yeah, I've definitely, definitely talked about it with male friends. Quite. But do a they bit. come to you and talk about it or not? No, really? no, no, no one's really come to me with any like advice about that sort of thing. Not advice. I mean, have they come to you and gone, oh, dude, I'm really struggling with? No, um, no, not really. Only if only if I've seen they're upset and I've asked them. They they, they haven't come to me first because I don't think because I can definitely help them, but I don't think they know that. Even though you told them that, so that you can help them. No, I haven't told them. I've just given them advice and stuff, but like. But then they would have seen that you can because you gave yeah, them advice. Yeah. But they're just it's, that's very typical of men to not be able to open up and express how they feel and want to share stuff because they feel like they're putting themselves out A few out of my there. guy friends are able to open up. Like some instances, they'll if something isn't going their way, they'll, they'll cry oh, they and do? stuff. They'll cry and stuff. Well, that's good. Yeah. A few though. I, I, I notice that's very, it's very good. And especially that they'll cry in front, of like all, like in front of all of us. And some may see, oh, that's a sign of weakness or something. I'm not saying any of them do. Any of my friends do, but like I see it as, as a sign of, oh, you're not afraid to express how you feel. So how do you care for yourself what do you do for yourself that shows you that you love yourself i exercise regularly to be able to keep my to be able to keep myself in shape and so i can look at myself in the mirror when I, every time i get up in the morning and think holy crap oh great i love myself in that sense i always make sure i talk with friends because i feel like i'm not sure how that i'm not i mean talking about friends makes me feel like I'm part of something. It makes me feel like I'm. In, it makes me feel included, especially when I'm talking to multiple friends at once, like online. Whether it be like a party on PlayStation, whether it be like on a group chat on Discord or on Instagram, I always feel like I'm included. And, and is I, that? And I feel like that feeling of inclusion really adds to the fact that they, if they love, if they want me to be in there, then that, then like, yeah. That makes you feel good about yourself. Makes me, feel, makes me feel good about myself. Where does that come from? Does that you, is that more important to you because you felt like you weren't like that before? Yes. Um, in primary school, I was left out a lot. With most in most cases, I was never really included that much. I was always the last. You know, the stereotype was always the last kid to get picked. I was that person. I always felt like um, I was the lesser in that sense, and it really affected me in my first few years of secondary school. But now I feel like I've got a, I've got because I I have multiple groups of friends. They all try to include me. But they all make it make make me feel equal. And it just makes me feel so happy that I finally found those those people in my life. That's good. Is there anything else that you would say that you do that... Every day when I do meditation, I feel like that really helps clear my head of all like negative thoughts that I've had throughout the day. And especially just before I'm about to go to bed, it also helps calm me down and helps to fall asleep easier. And meditation is a good way to do breathing exercises. How do you deal with the insecurities that you have then? When that's when you're not loving yourself because that voice in your head is telling you that you're not. I, b- I basically I basically see that voice as my primary school self, and I basically sit down with him and tell him, "Mate, everything's gonna be okay. You're gonna meet a great group of friends someday. They're gonna they're gonna care for you. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna make sure you feel the best you could possibly feel." That was it. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Today I want to talk about loving yourself, being kind to yourself, having compassion for yourself. This is something that in my life I haven't done for a very large part of it. And ultimately this has led to a lot of unhappiness, a lot of pain, a lot of discomfort. And not something that I've even understood. I I was going to say something that I thought was important. I didn't even understand it. Because I was never taught to love myself. I didn't even understand, as I said, what that meant. 
So again, I would imagine that I'm like most people in that I have negative self-talk, that voice in my head that will tell me things when something happens with a certain individual or circumstance, whether I'm at work, whether I'm with a friend, whether I'm with my partner or whatever happens to be, I don't have a partner, but whatever the, the situation is, something will happen, I'll react in a certain way and that voice will tell me, has told me that I'm not good enough or oh, you made them, why did you say that? What did you do? That was a mistake or why are you doing that? Or you shouldn't do that. That voice is really loud and has been very loud at times. And then there would be often things that would happen where it might be just something that's so trivial and so inconsequential. I'll give you some examples. You know, I, I might be in the kitchen and I'll be cooking and I'll drop something or something will break. And what I used to do was be very hard on myself and, and call myself an idiot. And, and that voice in my head would be really loud and angry and aggressive and just putting me down. And then another example would be in my work, just something that's totally a mistake. Again, dropping something or, or making a mistake where I should have done it a different way. Not should have, I could have done it a different way. The voice would say the same thing and constantly putting myself down, constantly being hard on myself, constantly berating myself, constantly beating myself, whatever words I choose to, to use to describe the same thing. So all of that, if you compound that over years and years and years and years and years, I'm in my early 50s, I, I, been, I, I know for a fact I've been doing it all my life. Well, after that amount of time, that voice is very clearly in your face, in my face, very loud, and it, it, it's, there's, there's no ambiguity there's in what's being said and the way it's being said. And I wasn't good enough. I, I wasn't someone who deserved anything. I, I, I would, uh, by nature, I'm a giver, so I would give to other people, typically. That would be my first port of call, to help other people. But if I look at that, now and go why was I making those decisions then I would say that was because I didn't think enough of myself at all so I would always place somebody else uh, as being more important to me their their concerns the, the trying to, to make ensure that they were, were happy or they felt good so that I, I didn't care and that could be a friend a partner a, a family member it doesn't matter who it is it's, it's everybody close to me in my life or even people that I came into contact with I'd often would think of them far more than I would think of myself and be then end up doing things again it, it could be anything from going to a bar that I didn't want to go to in a social situation or doing something in a job because somebody told me to do that that I didn't want to do but just felt like oh I better do that because oh, that's the right thing to do and that because I didn't, I didn't love myself, because I was never taught to love myself. One of the things that I find fascinating is that my, I've got three children, they're all at school, in high school, and they all talk about, the, we talk about the things they do, and clearly I remember a lot of that from my own experience of what I did at school. And a lot of that is, for me, is a complete waste of time. And, and I think there are lots of things that you do at school that are just, don't serve you well in later life that have no use to you that once you finish school you're, you're never going to refer to them or use them that those skills or 
uh, things that you've learned. Again, one thing that I think is extremely important and I believe should be in the curriculum is, is something that teaches, to, to, teaches you to love yourself, to appreciate who you are, that gets you in touch with your feelings and tells you whatever that, that would look like about that you absolutely put yourself first. Think of yourself. Be kind to yourself. Do things that are important to you because that will serve you very well in your life and the people close to you. But if you're not taught that, which I wasn't taught that, and most people I know, my peers, and people that I come into contact with say all say exactly the same thing, they're just not taught that. So they don't think about that. And I hear conversations that I have with, with people in a social situation, in, in a work situation, in when I do my podcasts, where that just comes up. You can hear it in what, what people are saying. I'm in a men's group as well. And in all of those environments, the same thing comes up, that people just don't love themselves. They're not kind to themselves. And even when you even use the word love, you get that really strange reaction. What are you talking about, love myself? I don't, I'm not going to love myself. I'm not that... You, 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 it depends what you mean by the word love. And for me, it means being kind and compassionate for yourself, doing the things that are important to you, that are important for you. So that's one aspect of it. It's being clear and learning to understand that voice in your head, that negative self-talk, the anger, whatever, the, however that manifests, is exactly that. And I think that from my own experience, this is something that has changed very recently in my life, is as I said, I had a very large part of it being uh, deafened almost by this voice and not even being aware of it consciously, just accepting that, that's, that I wasn't good enough and that I was never kind to myself typically, not always, but largely not kind to myself. And then becoming aware of that voice and hearing it. And when that did come up and a mistake was made, then telling myself, you know what? No, that's not a big deal, Dan. Being kinder to myself, changing the internal dialogue that I had, where, as challenging as it might sound, that I, I'm able, and I will have been able, and if I can do it, there must be other people who can do this, is being aware of something is a large part of being able to resolve the issue that you have. So I became aware of it, as I said. Then I changed the language that I used, and I became kinder to myself. So that now, months after I, I started this process, if something happens that's genuinely a mistake, or even something where I was a bit of frustration because it's, it's caused a knock-on effect, which might be quite bad for me in some ways, maybe takes time away into something else that I don't want to be doing, I'm not, I'm not hard on myself. I, I don't give myself a, a, a hard time at all. I accept it and go, okay, that's just happened. And that's a total shift. The biggest change in my life that has changed the way I am and I operate and I think and it, it's made a huge, tr it, 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 I can't even describe how big a transformation it's made to my life by doing what I've done. So I would absolutely recommend for anyone who's listening to this who has the same issues that first of all, recognise it, be aware of it. And the more you catch it, the more you'll keep catching that when it happens. And then being able to talk to yourself in a kind way rather than the way that you did before. And the moment you start to do that, it's like exercising a muscle. 
you start using that muscle, it becomes stronger, and therefore that voice becomes quieter to the point now where I just don't have that voice in my head at all. And I'm a lot kinder to myself, I'm a lot happier. That's another huge knock-on effect that I find myself being much happier in the world, much more gratitude because I'm not putting myself down. I'm not, I don't, I don't have that. And, and that hasn't, I haven't regressed. I haven't gone back to that. It, it's been a, a, a very distinct line. I've drawn in the sand, that metaphorical line in the sand where I, I'm just not that way anymore. So that's something that I absolutely advocate. And going back to loving yourself is the people around you. Again, if I look back on my life, I would look at the people that have at times not really supported me. And not that's not something that they've deliberately gone out and done because they wanted to do that to be not nice to me. But other people have got their own issues going on, their own insecurities, their own problems. But I didn't pick people, I believe, that have truly supported me in the way that I needed to be supported. I'm not saying those people weren't good people who cared, who were lovely people. They absolutely are, and they're, 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 they're great. But if I look at who I am and how I need to be supported and learning to love myself, I didn't, I didn't think about that. So I didn't pick people for, that gave me what I needed. And therefore, and, and I think that's so important because the group... The people, you're the average of the five people closest to you. I think I've heard that somewhere in the past. So you want the people around you to be, that are important to you, to give you what you need. The other thing is, what do, what do you do for yourself? Again, feeds into this loving yourself. I used to be somebody who didn't have the time, who did very little for themselves because, going back to the point, I didn't think enough of myself and I did stuff for everybody else. Everybody else was far more important to me. In my marriage, with my children, my partner, my children, other people, they were all more important to me. And then what happens is, and again, I can only speak from my own experience, is what happened to me was that I ended up becoming resentful because on, despite my natural nature to give and to be kind and generous and to, to, to be selfless typically, I had some form of resentment to, the, to, particularly at times to my partner, because I'm like, well, where, where am I in this? What, what about me? And I wouldn't necessarily have communicated that to to her or to friends or family or children just got on with it just did it oh, I've just got to do it just got to do it because I didn't love myself I wasn't kind to myself I didn't have the compassion to be able to think that you know what I am worthy I am I am I'm totally should be thinking of myself and putting myself first in not every situation but lots of situations because that's what's going to serve me well and the people close to me once you do learn how to love yourself, the changes it will make are absolutely huge. Thank you for listening to More Real. I truly hope you've enjoyed the experience and that you will continue to be here to explore real life with me. If you have, please tell anyone you know about More Real. If you've enjoyed listening and learned something, then I would be so grateful if you could leave a five-star review, as this will help other people to find this podcast. I'm very grateful, as always, for your support.